you again, everyone who's listening. If we actually have any listeners for joining us, uh, this is about that. And I don't know what episode we're at, but I want you to meet a really interesting person who I am very fortunate to call my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, I will let her introduce herself because it's the only way that I think I can do her justice. This is Inky Nakpil, who is legendary in international journalist and um, film and entertainment circles. Let's put it like that. Inky, could you tell us a little bit about what you do and how long you've been doing it for? I've been, uh, what you call it, is an international broadcast professional. Um, right. <laughs> we yeah, call it fixers yeah. because we fix things. And whenever... Uh, a, pro- a, a foreign production company would come to our country, then we fix everything for them. Been doing this since 1992, so it's 2017. This marks our 25th year. So wow. year right. of uh, doing this job. How did you get into this kind of work? Like, did you even know this kind of job, as it were, existed? Um, in the beginning, we only did this in 92. My parents were working for CNN Manila. So from CNN Manila, uh, there was this summer that they had to travel abroad. So I sat on the desk and I had to log in all the stories, whether interesting or not, that was happening during the day. And then I had to email it to them. That was the beginning of uh, of email and faxes. Uh, social media wasn't around, but oh, yes, those were the email, days. Yeah. Yes, yeah. email and yes, and then uh, faxing was around. So that's what I did 25 years ago. So 25 years forward, we've only done as a As a freelance and as a company, we've only done foreign productions. When you say foreign productions, because I remember you guys were involved with um, one of the most popular things you were involved with was the Born Legacy, correct? Yes. That Hollywood film that had Jeremy Renner in it and Rachel Weisz. Yes. How how did you get involved with that? For example, like if you started out working with CNN and doing journalism, sort of, how did you then transition into more entertainment and uh, cinema in that sense? We were doing production logistics for any production that came to the country, whether uh, it, it, it was across all formats, whether it was news, entertainment, and then eventually um, a lot of the things that we did were nonfiction, but then there were new formats, especially in the late 90s, early 2000s, that were called... It, it wasn't exactly reality TV, but they were more recreations. So you recreate real events. That means you have to pull in talents who could do recreations, who could do dramatizations of um, actual events. So from there, our reputation grew from just being... Uh, a fixing company for news and current events onto drama. So when Born Legacy came in about seven, six years ago, the company that's more known in the Philippines for doing these types of production formats was uh, the Philippine Film Studios, Inc., PFSI. 
And then they had hired me and a couple of our colleagues, our teammates, to be part of the crew, the the, the local production. So that's how uh, we also started going into fiction, television and film. Is that still something you're doing now? Is it a mix of nonfiction and fiction? Yes, definitely. It's mostly, it's still mostly because our job does not take us outside of the Philippines. And we, we do a lot of European television, more oh. than, more than US, more than Asian. So a lot of the formats coming out of Europe are still nonfiction. So we do mostly that. It's become a mix of fiction and nonfiction because we've done several made-for-TV movies, which are actually, you know, uh, low-budget films that are shown on um, straight-to-TV kind of yeah. release. Because you've also been involved with um, a lot of the food shows, for example, that Anthony Bourdain has done. Yes. And he's been to the Philippines several times now. Yes. So what puts you guys on their radar has pretty much been reputation. Is that what it is? Yes, because um, up until I think 2011, we never had a website. Everything has been word of mouth. Everything has been through referrals from other productions, which means that this job, in a nutshell, it is you're only as good as your last production. Right. So you never really can advertise yourself enough if you did not do well on the last one. Because it can be like if you have somebody that you've provided to a production company that might not meet their standards, then they won't come back to you, right? Or refer you yes, to the next definitely. guy. No, they won't go back to you at all. You've been doing this, like you said, 25 years. Why do you stick to it? Is it something that you've always wanted to do? I mean, considering when you started, it wasn't even a job that you could have imagined at that time? Well, when I started, you know, everything was fun because um, we only worked on foreign productions. Every foreign production that came in was a different crew, a different story. So it was always something new and something that you learn from and that you grow from. I would say the same 25 years after. So we are talking about... 25 years of traveling the Philippine Islands. Of course, there are stories that have become similar, but because it's always a different production crew doing a similar story in the same location with the same people, the take is still different. The treatment, the and treatment it feels like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's different. So, how much longer do you think you can keep doing this for? I mean, it, 25 years, it must take a toll on you physically. It is tiring, and especially now that I have my own family, this time away from home, it's become quite difficult. Your daughters? You have two daughters? Yes, and... I have two daughters who are now, you know, almost in, in college and one almost in high school. So it's, it's hard not to be around them, but my husband has been quite cool about I send my husband photos and I sort of send him a log of where I am today and what right. we've done today. And he discusses that with the girls. And so the girls know exactly where I am and what I'm doing. So for them, what I do is interesting. And so when I come back home, you know, I, I, I just walk back in the door 
and they know exactly where you know I've been. So it, it feels like there's no time that's gone where you haven't been together. Is that what it is? It's like there's not that sense of you've been missing so long, mom, because they still feel involved. Is that what it is? Well, for them, yes, because they know exactly, yeah, where I am and what I'm doing. But for me personally, it's different because I don't actually see them growing up. So they're growing up with their dad. But again, I I feel that what makes up for it is uh, what I can share with them after each production, that whatever I learn, I share with them and their lives are enriched by it. So you don't have any regrets in that sense? No, definitely. Would you say then that this is in a way you, is this, has this turned into your dream life at this point in, in, in your life where you're at? You're in your early forties. Um, are you, are you content then with where you are and what you've accomplished? I definitely am. I'm in between wanting more time abroad with my family because I've, I've seen a lot of the Philippine islands that I appreciate and then that I've shared with my, my family because we do go on, you know, small trips within the places that I've, I've worked on during production. But it's a split between spending time at work here in the Philippines and then spending time abroad wherein, you know, we could all learn more. How long are you apart from them? Like in a month, what would you say is the uh, In a busy year, I could say I'm away in total about six months. Wow. And that it's been like that since they were born, since the girls were born? Yeah. Um... Uh, I, I would say in the last, yes, 15 years. Do you feel then that it, it is possible? Like you look at yourself and it's like you've been a mother and you've had the career that has been anything but boring. It's been very colorful. So it is possible then to have that balance. Yes, it's possible to have that balance. And I would attribute a big chunk of it to my husband also because uh, my husband used to do the same thing. He used to fix. He used to be a fixer 10 years ago. But then, you know, when work got busier, he sat me down and said, look, the girls are growing up and then we're both away a lot for work. So one of us has to be more at home. And because you have more patience for this job and he co-owns a catering company with his mom. So it was a no-brainer that he said, look, I'll just help out more with our family business and then you carry on fixing. So the girls have been practically raised by their dad. And you're okay, you're okay with that? You're Yes, I am. Because I could not ask for a better partner than my husband right now. What does this job give you then that for you has been of vital importance? It's actually the travel. You know, I travel vicariously via the people I meet. Again, it's always a crew from uh, a European country. It's a crew from North America, South America. I've... I've always had the dream that I wanted to travel. The curse of the Filipino is our passport. You cannot travel to many places without a lot of effort. Stringent visa procedures yes. for these countries. Yes, yeah. but meeting all these people from around the world, 
has been such a fantastic experience because, you know, I feel as if I've traveled to wherever they're from because, you know, they share stories of of what their country is like and, you know, what they are like as a people. What would you what would you advise your children now as they're growing into their teen years and then your eldest is into early adulthood? What is it you would like to have been able to impart to them? Is it an appreciation for a wider universe beyond that in which they've grown up? Or, or is there anything else you would like them to take from the kind of life that you have chosen? Definitely, I would want my girls to see more of the world that I did not have a chance to see because I'm always busy working down here in the Philippines. But if, if they have that opportunity, and also I keep telling them, you know, as long as you're comfortable and happy, it doesn't matter to me, you know, what, what job, what career you end up in. But again, enrich your life via the people that you meet and that via the people who are around you, whether you get to travel abroad or not. So midlife crisis. <laughs> you're at the age where many people kind of stop, take stock, uh, reorient themselves and head in another direction. Do you feel that you're approaching that? Are you near burnout? Are you doing okay? There are, it, it differs. There are days, there are productions that you feel like you're near burnout. And there are days when you feel that, oh my God, it's it's so amazing this job that I do that I can go on for the next twenty thirty years. It's just your your physical being that you're not sure of if you can carry on. I have I have no ambition of living to become a hundred or more than a hundred. That only means that I will be somebody's burden at a hundred. I I don't know. But I would just like to live my life up until the point where I can say that, you know what? I had fun. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Indina Phil. I hope you learned a lot about what freelancing is like, not just in the Philippines, but in general. And the bottom line is really, live a life that you can be happy with. And no regrets, right? Yes, of course. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode of About That. Thank you.